This week on Real Dudes Podcast, Cody talks about the gardens between. Following that, Carrington reviews Super Hyperactive Ninja. After a short break, we go into our news discussion, and then Jordan Ty Curry comes on to talk about why Fortnite is overrated. That is right. You heard it. Fortnite overrated. We have an all-star cast this episode. Also, we recorded things a little differently, so we just want to let you know it may sound a little different from our normal recordings. But hold on to your butts. podcast this is the most serious that i'm going to ever introduce this podcast so hold on to your butts my name is kyle and with me i've got carrington hey 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 and i've got cody consider my butt grabbed and i've got (laughs) that's weird keep it together keep it together (laughs) and we've got two special guests with us today because other people could not join us so we've got returning guest garrett Hello. He sounds like Garrett. And we've also got oh my God. <laughs> Jordan Ty Curry. Good evening. Good evening, Jordan. Jordan, yes. Garrett, pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, uh, as, as you guys know, Real Dudes Podcast is an indie gaming podcast. We like to talk about indie games. We like to play indie games. We like to review indie games. We are the number one indie gaming podcast. In our friend group. Awkward silence. Okay, anyways. I know exactly who you guys are. Um, so, yeah. Guys, thank you for joining us very much. Um, it's kind of a last-minute thing. I was I, when I stepped away from my computer and I came back and I saw all these smiling uh, uh, little icons and memes in the chat. <laughs> I knew this is going to be a good show. Today's going to be a great day. <clears throat> Today is going to be a great day. So, this episode. Uh, before we get into the games that we were playing in the news, we got a couple of things we want to talk to. First, Carrington rubbed in my face last night that he saw Mystery Science Theater 3000 live. Carrington. Uh, yeah, it was what? great. It I was amazing. That. Yep. Both Joel and Jonah were there, and it was a fantastic time. Tell us about your evening. So, first of all, I just want to say, just rubbed in further. I was in the third row. Eat it. But you weren't in the first. first I was not. not the I was not the first or the second. No, sadly, I was. I was in the third though, <laughs> and it was fantastic because it was. It was like watching the show. Uh, just it, it was except it was on stage and they riffed uh, the brain, which is a terrible movie, by the way. Terribly awesome, and it was a good time. They had the whole setup as if it was a game show. They were like loose and because I had a couple friends that I know that were there. Um, I talked to them afterwards, and they were like, yeah, they were way loose this time than the last time I saw them. So it was a real treat because they were just ripping whatever came to their heads. You could tell, like, some of it was scripted, and they went way off the script. And you could, nice. uh, you could nice. obviously tell. Obviously tell. It was awesome. Cool. So I have a question. Yes, sir. So was it Mystery Science Theater 3000 live, or was it the Riff Tracks live? It was Mystery Science Theater 3000, so yeah. Huh. And Joel was there, and Jonah, the new host. Okay. And uh, there was one part where, because in the show, he has a different last name than what he is in real life. I can't remember what his last name is in the show. but Hey, Jonah? Yeah, Jonah. So they, he said, Jonah Ray, and then they played up. And he's, like, he's like, who's Jonah Ray? <laughs> <laughs> it just added to like how loose they were, because it was obviously, like I said, they were very loose last night. It was awesome. And they even That's like awesome. went behind the screen. So you saw their silhouette still while they were riffing the, the movie too, which was awesome. So it was like I said, it was like your the TV show, but it was just live and done on stage. Hmm. So would you go and see it again? In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Now, 
out of a scale of one to ten, what would you rate this this live viewing of Mystery Science Theater three thousand? Oh, it was definitely a ten. I definitely like would recommend it because they're doing a tour right now because it's their thirtieth anniversary tour. What? Nice. nice, nice. All right, so I would like to ask a follow up question to that. What Kyle had asked. So you rated it a ten out of ten. What other experiences would you also rate a 10 out of 10 just to get a feel for your spectrum that's a very very good question because i don't do very very many live shows outside of music stuff um so that's it's really hard for me to just be like oh yeah it's definitely worth it live reading at the library oh (laughs) that's great that's fantastic right there it's really hard to compare it because it is such a niche thing so if, i mean mystery science theater 3000 even though it's like a cult following it's still you know thanks to the internet we all know people who love that kind of stuff yeah um but it's still it's still you know a niche thing because you're in the end you're watching people watch a movie <laughs> and riffing on it it's funny because i i remember watching it as a kid like a young kid and then completely like 10 years completely forgetting about it, not remembering a single thing, and then it coming back on TV. Um, I mean, they re- they redid the series uh, last year or the year before, but I'm talking about, like, just seeing episodes on the TV maybe when three, four years ago or so, just, you know, coming back. It, it, I don't know if you guys remember it that way, but that is how I remember it. That's how I remember it, because my well, dad loved it, so I yeah. watched it as a kid and then forgot about it many, many, many years until I met other people who loved it and i'm like oh yeah i remember this thing when i was a kid jordan well i I was gonna say that (laughs) i'm not as old as you kyle so i mean i don't i don't have that uh privilege to have that experience i've only recently started getting into riff tracks i didn't really care for uh mystery science theater 3000 like i appreciate the stuff that the guys do Mm-hmm. But I don't really care for watching a movie that I know I'm going to hate, even if I'm going to laugh over it. The yeah. most fun I've had during a Riff Tracks experience uh, to a movie that I have never seen before was that movie, the first movie that Liam Neeson was in, and I cannot crawl. Crawl was the name of the movie. Crawl. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, that was yep. that was really good. I like that experience. <laughs> Garrett, you watch Mystery Science Theater much, or are you into those kind of comedies? yeah no i i remember when it first came out and uh but i wasn't rich or anything because you had to like have the extra channels on your cable so only when it was like special previews that i catch programming exactly so but then then eventually it became standard and we we went just a couple years ago we started going like crazy i think it was on netflix yeah they had a lot on netflix yep just kind of binge watching it and so forth but i haven't watched any of the newer stuff there is a movie on one of the seasons that is based in west virginia cool oh, just what someone say yep you have to find yeah. it for yourself have but to- are there oh, any based in ohio <clears throat> no because ohio is not as cool as west virginia but that's wrong turn that plain and clear no, i don't know man <laughs> you say so <laughs> um so yeah, I guess that's uh, that's really cool. You got to check that out live, Carrington. I was very, I actually almost forgot about it because I bought the ticket like way back in like March, and then I got a notification on my phone like, "Hey, don't forget you have this tomorrow." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> I don't <laughs> buy something Thanks, like that phone. and then just forget. <laughs> yeah, that, I would have been very disappointed if I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So speaking of live events, there is something that is going on, or actually, so this is going to be released afterwards. That has gone on this past weekend. Um, uh, West Virginia Game Developer Expo is taking place in Huntington. Um, it did take place, if I'm correct, it is the second year in a row. And we are going to, I can't talk past tense. We have been set up there. So um, it, it's pretty cool. I have yet to go to this Carrington, I don't think you've been to this either. Nope. Um, but our friends from um, Wraith will be there with Collapses. I'm excited. And Lasso Games will be there. Or Lasso Games is there. They were there. Was there. <laughs> Was there. Um, but the way that we had this episode set up, or at least what we're planning, uh, it may change as we record. Uh we're going to discuss their two games, our news, and then the off-topic is going to be set 
for the gaming convention. So, or the expo, we we took our audio stuff with us and recorded some audio um, while we were there. Talked to some people, and uh, it's kind of new for us, so um, we're excited. We're gonna be excited how, with how this turns out. Uh, if by some off chance as we go on through this recording and we decide to go into an off topic and this episode becomes longer, then we're going to release it as a bonus episode for this week. So just a heads up for the next 30 minutes or so. But anyways, on to the games. I like All games. Right. Video games, indie games. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Voxel Agents released the Gardens Between, and <laughs> and we were uh, fortunate enough to receive a review code uh, from them. And Cody was so nice to play this game and review it and uh, tell us his thoughts on it. So, Cody, did you like it? Would you play it again? Would you recommend it? Um, yes, I liked it. I, I don't think you can really play it again. It's not a, like a multiple play type of game. And yes, I would recommend it. Um, Gardens Between is a puzzle-based game. And I will start off by saying I am not great at puzzle-based games. <laughs> I got stuck at the easy levels and the hard levels were worse. Um, we're here to support you (laughs) yeah it stunk Um, but the game's all all around really cool great concept behind it Um, two friends reliving um, their friendship from the beginning through like from island to island each one having like a different theme like video games or card games or sports and dinosaurs and all that stuff so all the like little garden islands were very well developed. Uh, you control your characters by time manipulation. So you can go forward and backwards, mm-hmm. and then you interact. So you can't control your characters. They're set on a specific track. All you can do is change how time moves, which is interesting because I I've, I've, haven't seen... Many games do that, mm-hmm. where the the characters are stagnant, mm-hmm. and then time moves around them, and that's controllable. Um, no, but that it was it was a really cool game, lots of fun. Um, took about four to five hours to play. Okay, uh, so it's it's not long at all. Uh, from a lot of people, from what I've read and stuff like that, a lot of people wish it was longer. Um, okay, I guess they like puzzle games more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was a, it was a fun game. I think it it'd be more fun playing it, but than by myself sitting alone. Could you potentially see it as a like a co-op game since there's two characters on the screen? No. Okay. It's it's definitely a one person. Just having somebody else there, and like if if since it's a game based off friendship of two people, mm-hmm. playing it by yourself is kind of depressing. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's a good way of looking at it. Didn't yeah. Think about it that way. I didn't have any friends to play it with, so. Uh, so I guess the vibes that I'm getting from you, though, I mean, because because you you aren't. I mean, you personally, you don't you don't enjoy puzzle games that much. Not a whole lot. But the fact that you enjoyed this means that people who do enjoy puzzle games would probably love this game. Yeah, and they yeah, and they would get through it a lot quicker too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a question, if if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, go yeah go. So I I've never heard of this game before coming into this episode, but so the game you mani- you manipulate time. The player controls time. Do I have that correct? Yes. Okay. Does does the player control the time surrounding the entire scenario or the time surrounding the characters? In, um, around the entire scenario. Okay. So env- environment moves around um, as well. So, like, 
as the players walk forward, um, things spin or obstacles will fall in your way and you have to, um, you have objects that can interact that stop thing, stop okay. the environment from moving and only the characters move or you can control the environment at certain points in time. Okay. But, um, yeah. Uh, I lost my train of thought. But everything can, everything moves with time. Okay. So, uh, it, it does. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm getting a bit of a Monument Valley vibe. Do you remember that one? I do not. It was a mobile game where, like, it was a yeah. 3D platformer. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I guess the way that the, I, I watch the videos on it and the, the way the camera moves and it looks like some of the puzzles, it does, I, I can see that too. It does kind of remind me of Monument Valley as well. Okay. Yeah. So, is there anything that, that the developer could have done to um, make the game more appealing to you? Or is there anything that, like, you would suggest for maybe, like, a future game that, that, uh, you would like to see more from them, like less puzzles, more storytelling, or more gameplay, yeah. and less puzzles, or... I feel like it was um, story told within the puzzles. Okay. It's like the characters worked together within each other um, better as puzzles moved on just because they interacted more. Mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning, they just followed each other in a line, and then they, they started working a bit. Um, so story story was well drawn out. Um, more puzzles, please no. Uh, <laughs> you can always add more puzzles, but if there is a sequel, I, I can't promise that I will get through all of it um, the second time. <laughs> and on all honesty, but no, it was it was a really it was a good game. I don't know of much they can do to improve upon it. I okay. think they. Uh, Voxel Agents uh, made a pretty good game this time. Well, did, I don't know. I can't say this time. I haven't seen anything else they made, so this time sounds kind of... Did they leave room for, uh, for a sequel? I don't think so. Okay. So, what? You know, out of 1 through 10, what would you have rated this game? Or what did you rate this game? I'd rate it about an 8. Nice. Very okay. nice. Um... So, especially for those like that do appreciate puzzle games and getting through them, uh, this is a game that you're going to want to check out, it sounds like, uh, by the Voxel Agents. That is the Gardens Between. And uh, uh, this is a game that I, myself, personally, will be playing before the end of the year because um, not only did you like it, Cody, but there are some other people that have played it as well that, that definitely enjoyed it too. So it looks like a game that I would like, and it looks like it, it kind of pulls on the heartstrings a little bit too. Mm -hmm. All right, Carrington. Moving yes. on to our next game. Mm -hmm. um, this, this title that uh, Jandu Soft, hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, we received a code for Super Hyperactive Ninja on the Nintendo Switch. We sure did. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm excited to hear about this. So tell me about your experience with this game. First of all, I don't normally get nervous when reviewing a game. I am very nervous right now. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Why are you nervous? Drink some water. Take a few deep breaths. <sighs> I need a shot. <laughs> So, no. <laughs> so shot, shot takes too long. Here's the thing. Okay, so we already went over how much I love Mr. Science Theater 3000. So I love terrible movies because they can be fun, right? But every yeah. once in a while, there are terrible movies that are just not good. You can't necessarily make fun of them or have fun with them, right? And you know those exist too. Plenty. Don't even get me started. What are you getting at here? Super Hyperactive Ninja is in that, that category of it's not very good and it's not fun. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's really? why I'm nervous. It's, our, it's my first game that I played that we've gotten, we've received and reviewed that I'm just like, this This just isn't good. So first off, I'll, I'll, I want to start off with the good things, okay? I don't want right. to just completely just say how not good this game is. <laughs> it's a game. It's a game. 
the art um, is actually pretty good. I, I do like the art uh, in the game. There was some humor right at the beginning. So, so let me just before I get into the story, started the game, saw the intro, and then there was like these words, like the, the tutorial part of it was just like, okay, jump over this this gap or whatever. And then it didn't tell you what button to press. So you just kind of have to figure it out. And then the next thing was just like, oh, great. You figured it out. Congratulations. And I started, I laughed. I'm like, oh, I'm in for this kind of humor. Let's do this. And that was the only fun I had with this game. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. So let me tell you. So the game is about these ninjas. They're in this village. And they get their powers from coffee. And this evil ninja... (laughs) comes in and steals like this this ultimate coffee icon that they kind of worship kind of thing and the person to drink from it is said to have to, to get unlimited power so they're trying to get their this coffee thing back from this evil ninja this shogun you know to save the village and you know so they don't want the powers in the wrong hands so that's that's the premise the setup for this story, the game itself is a platformer in vein of like Celeste or Super Meat Boy so if you have played those games, keep that in mind. This is the kind of game that this is, okay? So you, your character um, has like a normal kind of run speed, and then you press the, the right uh, trigger button, and that's when you activate like the coffee power. And then it's like in, they're like in hyper mode. Uh, so they go really fast. They can jump, climb walls, and do all this stuff. So... Here are the issues that I had with this game, unfortunately. (laughs) He hesitated. Oh, gosh. It had frame rate issues, unfortunately, and they were completely random. Like, there was no reason. Like, I would just be running, and then it would stutter. And I'm just like, what the heck is going on? Like, there's nothing like... I would understand if there was a lot going on on the screen, like there was a lot of enemies or something, but it would just be random, just random things. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, the issue for that was probably because it's running on a Switch. I bet if you played it on PC, it probably would have been a little different. <laughs> okay, never mind. Because <laughs> right now, it's only released on the Switch. There is no other version. They're working on other versions, I believe. Oh, okay. Or maybe Excuse there's an, I, there might be an Xbox One version. I don't remember. Wait, are we begging on Switch? What I, I, rev- I was reviewing this on Switch. Uh, the enemies themselves have random hitboxes. So there would be times where I hit them and I would die. Or I would hit them in the same exact spot and, and not die and kill them instead. And it was very inconsistent. I'm like, what? I, w- I could never tell if I was going to kill the enemy or if I was going to die. It was always that, like, it was always a chance when I, I, when I tried to kill an enemy. It was just, uh, it, was, uh, it was bad. Mm. Um, the controls were actually... Not good either, unfortunately, because a lot of times I would be holding down the the hyperactive button and then my character would just stop and come out of it, even though I'm holding the button down. And I just have no idea why it would do that, but it did this both in handheld and docked mode, um, and they would do this quite often. Um, The game's difficulty is... So it's there were times where it was super easy, and then there's times where it's super difficult for just no reason at all, and not in a good way. Because like Celeste is difficult, but I love the difficulty in that game. Yeah, Hyperactive Ninja, it was just difficult for no reason, and it was just like it doesn't. I don't know. It just didn't. It was, it was super inconsistent with the difficulty. Um, like for example, the boss fights were all super easy. I cheesed all of them. Like the first boss <laughs> right off the gate, I finished in five minutes uh, because. Uh, he's on the bottom of the screen, and then on the top, there's these boulders you push on top of his head. But once you push the boulder on top of his head, he doesn't move. So you can just keep pushing, <laughs> and, the, and the boulders reappear after you push him down. So you can just keep pushing him. And most, a little broken. most of the bosses were this way. And I'm like, this is what is going on? But then the levels would just be super difficult. Like, it would take me... 10 minutes to finish the level and then the next level i could finish in the first try like i just don't know why it did that um the music was super repetitive so be prepared to listen to the same song over and over and over and over again Hopefully. yeah <sighs> so that is that is disappointing it is very disappointing like i said like i said i i did say the art was good but unfortunately be prepared to see the same thing over and over and over and over again the uh that's what kind of attracted me to the game was the art because it, it looked very 
Paper Mario esque. Yeah, yeah, that's why I lo- like when uh, we received it, and um, I was like, man, this is gonna be fun. I could, I felt like it was gonna be humorous and just fun and funny, and I that's not what I got, unfortunately. Um. So you obviously you're obviously answered what you liked about the game. Uh, does it so for that special mode that you won from getting cracked out on caffeine? Mm-hmm. Uh, does it punish you for using your hyper mode? I, I don't know if you just mentioned that before, but so there's so there's like this bar in the top left hand corner that's like your your hyperactive bar. So what when you're using whether you're using it or not, it's draining. It just drains more if you're in that mode. Um, so if you use all of it then, of course, you just can't climb walls and stuff like that anymore. Um, but there is plenty of coffee around the level where I never had a – I never had trouble running out. Okay. That's what I, – I, I saw that um, whenever you would, you know, use your hyper mode and stuff, it seemed like you would stop and take a breather. Yeah, yeah, which also was just kind of – it does add to the difficulty a little bit, um, but I will say also that it doesn't – I wasn't annoyed by that feature. Like, that okay. was the one thing that was consistent. <laughs> okay, good. I just, it looked to me that would just seem kind of weird to punish you for using something that you're encouraged to use. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Most of the time, I just went into the hyperactive mode and stayed that way most of the uh-huh. time. Because, like I said, like the easy levels were super easy. And then the difficult levels, I, I, I don't know. They were just super difficult. As advertised. Yeah. <laughs> so what could uh, Jandusoft do in order, you know, what, what could they have done to catch your interest? What could they have done to make okay, uh, uh, make you enjoy the game? Okay. I see it's more. So when I, I, uh, That's kind of like a, I don't know if that, that just kind of goes against like everything you just said. Because if you yeah. just took out everything that you didn't like about the game, <laughs> then you probably would have liked the game. <laughs> I probably would. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Jandusoft, uh, when I looked it up uh, like a week ago, is the publisher, and the developer was Grimorio of Games. And from what okay. I could tell, it was their first game. So I'll give okay. them some slack, being that this is their first game. So the only thing I can think of that can make it better, um, I like, like I said, I like the art direction. I just wish it had more humor uh, built into it. Because, um, like I said, that 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 first like minute or two that I pointed out earlier, I really enjoyed, and it just set the tone for what I thought was going to be the rest of the game. And it mm-hmm. there was nothing after that. And I wish I had there was just more humor like that within the game. Okay. I do wish that some of the things were more consistent, like with uh, you know, like hitboxes. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I wish it just makes for which added to the difficulty for just for no apparent reason. If those were more consistent, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd have as much of a difficult time. And okay. as far as like constructive criticism might be concerned, for one thing I've always heard with all indie developers is if this is if you're if you're making a game and something might not be your strong point, that's okay. Just play to your strong point, whatever it may be. Uh, and then you can still make a good game. Just look at Minecraft, for example. Mm-hmm. Notch was obviously by himself, and art was not his thing. So he still played to his strength, which was programming. Okay. So character on this game, uh, is there different characters you can be? Is it- yes. There are, I don't remember how many characters, nine, I think. And they all okay. have different abilities. And you have to, the game does force you to use them. Oh, Okay. But uh, it doesn't add to the fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, and I and it just it was just kind of weird too. So like, so they all have special powers and stuff. But eventually, it's just like it doesn't matter either. You can just use the same character and kind of use the same powers, but just not fully. It's just kind of weird, and it just didn't make sense to me. <laughs> it, it, are they all are they all unlocked, or do you have to unlock them as your story? You unlock them as you go. Okay. Like subspace emissary. Yes, exactly like that. <laughs> Bro. The best Smash Brothers. You speak the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so I got it wrong. I'm going to apologize. Uh, so you said Jandy Soft is the publisher. Remind me again of the developer. Grimorio of Games. Grimorio Games. Okay. I apologize. Mm-hmm. 
butch that in the beginning butch butchered that in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> um carrington yes here is the test what did you rate this game are you guys ready for this i'm ready a two out of ten. No! Oh, that's a one out of five. <laughs> oh, that's really good. That's a twenty out of a hundred. Yeah, twenty out of a hundred is pretty good. I'll take twenty cookies out of a hundred. This is why I was nervous because I'm like, I, I mean, I wrote it down in my notes. So I, I, we've never given a game lower than what, like a six, if that. Hello, we play hello neighbor. That's, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Are we just due for a bad game? Because we reviewed Hello Neighbor around this time also. Last year, yeah. Yeah. Um, that stinks. I mean, but I, I guess all games can be good. But um, at least you got through it. And yeah. um, at least, you know, you didn't... I have played worse, so I didn't yeah. feel tortured playing it. It was just frustrating. Say, and you didn't shred it apart either, yeah. which is nice. And you didn't pay for it, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh, shh. <laughs> All right. That's a good point. We should take a break on that. <laughs> Enjoy these awesome ads. Ads, ADS, not ABS. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hey, everybody. This is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. My name is Katie Cakes, and I am the host of Cake Bites, a podcast adventure through gaming history. I am just inviting you to come along with me on that journey while I interview people who have worked in and around the industry for the last 30 plus years to learn about their experiences and their perspectives to learn more about an industry that is continuously evolving. I hope you guys will join me every two weeks when I release a new episode of the show on all major podcasting platforms. You can learn more about the show at kickbites.com. Welcome back to Realities Podcast. Um, I'm, I bet you guys really love those ads. ADS, not ABS. With us, we have Neil now. Yes, I threw you under the bus, Neil. You joined, you joined our recording. <laughs> I crashed okay. in. Yeah. Crashed in. Completely uninvited. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> news this week uh it's, it's rather short list we'll go out with a bang on the very last one because i was excited to find this out but starting out um skyscrapers is releasing on uh the nintendo switch uh this week <clears throat> the 28th what is it skyscrapers or skyscrapers scrapers Scrap- Rappers. Oh God, I'm pronouncing, I'm pronouncing that wrong in my head. I know I did too for a while. And <laughs> yeah. when, I, when I loaded I'm the here. game, I uh, I noticed Wait. that it was scrappers. Uh, <laughs> so the point of the game is you fight your way to the top of a skyscraper while it's falling apart. And I am currently playing it, and I'll let you guys know more about it in the future. It's on Nintendo this week. Secondly, Bomber Crew DLC. Am I pronouncing it right? It is Bomber Crew, not Super Bomber. This is character. Yeah, this is correct. It's just Bomber okay. Crew. 
DLC uh, officially released, and Donovan will fill us more. Fill us more. Will fill us in more with uh, the the time that he has been playing that. Next time he is on, um, I guess is it B seventeen that released on it? Yep. So the original, I don't remember what the bomber is that you that's in the vanilla version, but it's a crew member of like five people and a B-17 has a crew of nine. So you yeah. have more people to, to handle. Sweet. Uh, the game looks really cool. I've never played it, but it does look cool. Transistor. Yes. The game by Supergiant Games officially releases on Nintendo Switch November 1st for a measly $19.99. Um, I've played this on mobile. Uh, not the best platform to play any game, uh, but I have played it on mobile, and um, I'm excited for it to come on Switch. Uh, it, it seems like that's going to be the perfect platform for it to be on. Um, any of you guys played it? I have never played it, actually, because okay. I did not own a PS3, <clears throat> and I didn't feel like playing on a phone. So I can vouch Super Giant Games. Uh, if any of you have played Bastion or Pyre, uh, both those games are incredible, and Transistor... I, like I said, I can't wait to play on console. All right. So have you guys heard of a game called Papers, Please? I've heard yes. of it. Okay. So creator... <laughs> <laughs> creator okay, Lucas, Jordan. Lucas Pope uh, released a new game on Steam called Return to Obra Den. Uh, it is a murder mystery game where uh, you basically get to see how events... Un- events unfolded on the boat how people died and you have to solve the mysteries um i don't i haven't played it because i don't play games on pc because i'm a loser or i might yeah. be a winner and pc hey, players might be guys. losers whoa 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 yes, i said it <laughs> <laughs> um but this is a game that i really think we should play uh I don't know if any of you have seen it. The graphics look incredible, super different uh, from anything I've seen. It's like a, it looks like retro and 3D mashed together. Um, I don't really know how to describe it, but if you haven't seen it, check it out. Return to Over Den, uh, and uh, this game is getting mad love right. On to the next one. Layers of Fear Two is set to release in 2019. Played the first. Never really had interest. Play the first, but um, I might check it out after seeing uh, some more information on this game. All right, here's a big one. Here's a big one, guys. Oh, boy. So, so this is what you've been waiting for? This is what I've been waiting for. This is, not, this is not indie-related, but this is one of my favorite games of all time. And, Carrington, I know you can agree with it. I Alan can. Wake comes back to PC. And I... Oh, not, man! Yeah. Found, I read this on Game Informer, and... Um, they had some changes with the music licensing on the game. The original reason why uh, it got taken down was because the um, because of music licensing. So it is I coming think, back to PC. I think there's an ACDC song that's in there. Something. I, I yeah. think that's what it is. Or there, it was, so, rather. So for those of you who have not played it, here's your chance to play it again uh, without trying to find a physical copy. This game is awesome. One of the one of like one of the best horror games, like sci-fi horror games of all times. It's it's got the um, X Files vibes. It's got the Twin Peaks vibes. It's just it's so good and scary and it's funny and it, it's got a good gameplay too. So my question is, do you think that this will lead up to Alan Wake Two? Like, did they bring this back for a reason? Was was the public demanding this game back? Uh, just because they want to play it, or did Microsoft bring it back because they want it available for when Alan Wake 2 comes out? That's a very good question. How I'm, long has it been? I'm sorry. A long time. A long time. Uh, I, think I, Alan, I think, well, you know what? I'm not going to think. Uh, I'm going to look it up here. Alan Wake released back in 20. 20- in 2010, because Kyle cut off real quick, so I'll finish that. Yeah, that cut off. <laughs> yeah, uh, by Remedy. So, I, I just I think it might be a uh, follow up. I feel like we'll see Alan Wake two at E3 next year. 
If we That's do, I'm going to be shocked because I know they're busy making control right now, which looks fantastic. Yeah. So uh, I'll be excited to see what, what comes after that. Yep. All right. That's that's all the news that I got. Bop, bop, um, bop. So I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I wake in the up. morning and I brush my hair. I'm oh, sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> So, rolling off of our review with Super Hyperactive Ninja, um, I thought it would be nice for us to chat briefly about games that we loved growing up that were awful. Oh. This is one I'm going to have to think about because, to me, they're good games. So, I might have to do some research just really quick. Like, was this a good game? I don't know. So I, we'll go. I, I heard super uh, hyperactive ninja was terrible. <laughs> we'll start with Carrie. Some like super cool podcast. I don't know where. <laughs> There's this other podcast that really love the game. Our thoughts are wrong. <laughs> um, so I guess we're we're all still growing up. We're always growing up till we die. Is that a valid point? Yes. Okay. Unless you're Benjamin Button. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy's crazy. Let's, let's kick it off with with a rather crappy thought that Jordan might have. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I am not alone in my opinions. All right. My, my fellow brethren are just quiet. You're you're well known for your bad. What is your, your segment on? My, you're well known for your segment <laughs> that I don't know what it's called. The pop culture segments on the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. It's mainly a West Virginia sports podcast, but we talk about, you know, cool, fun stuff that the kids will relate to. So, and I am I am pretty well known for not liking Forrest Gump or the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, oh wow. wow. I have an opinion. Oh, wow. Kick him. <laughs> okay. <I'm, laughs> a lot of people really don't like that about me. Um Forrest, yeah, I Forrest just Gump, I, I understand, but I yeah, I don't really care for Forrest Gump, and I'm not I don't care to explain right. why. That's fine. Do you, I don't, okay. do you like Tom Jedi. Hanks? I like Tom Hanks, and I like okay. Toy Story, and I like uh, yeah. Castaway. Sleepless yeah, in Seattle. Well said. Sleepless in Seattle. Nice. <laughs> you like Sleepless in Seattle? Oh, it's been so long since I've seen it. I can't give my valid opinion on it right now. <laughs> or you've got mail. I have not seen You've Got Mail. Really? Well, you're not. Yeah, I've got my book. I say it's on TV a... all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I don't watch TV. I'm more of a Netflix, Hulu kind of guy. Gotcha. Well, The like, Burbs is a great stuff. underground oh, Tom man, Hanks movie. Yes. Yes. The The Burbs? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, like Go that. watch it right now. It's on everything. Yeah. I'm kind of in the middle of a podcast, but okay. No, no, no. Just stop. Just stop right now and go watch that movie. It's a Oh, Once is it you on see Hans, not you'll anymore. Never yes. go back. Oh, it's on Hulu. Okay. It's on Amazon. One of those three. Okay. okay. Is it's it on somewhere. Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon? Yes. <laughs> I have I have all of those, so I'll, I'll look at that later. Um, anyway, so I know what you're okay. alluding to, and it's my opinion on uh, the game Fortnite. Okay. This um, is very popular. Let's, let's talk about this here for a second. This game is sure. This is the most popular game in the world right now. I'm. It's got to be right. My, it is. It, it is. is. Yeah. Okay. It I, is in second I, to Minecraft, actually. So Minecraft is still on top, huh? Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of things about this game that the, that everyone loves. There's a lot of things that you know Epic has done right about this game. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone mm-hmm. from the ages of uh, one day old, unborn uh, uh, <laughs> fetus to. <laughs> To someone lying in a casket, loves this game. Wow, <laughs> that covers that, the whole spectrum. That is everyone. <laughs> Jordan, what? Uh, go ahead, Garrett. I was just say, just to add to how many people love this game, that a woman I work with who's like doesn't play video games, forty some years old, fifty years old, whatever, and she's been playing it with her daughter up to a certain oh. point. So. You know, they're working on the challenges, so I mean, it has reached a lot of people. That's... Let me throw one more thing in there before you go into it. People love this game so much that parents are buying their children 
$100 gift cards to buy online clothes for their avatars. Yeah. And let me just throw something else in there. <laughs> Parents are trading in their Nintendo Switches just to get their kids the Fortnite Nintendo Switch so they can have oh, those rare skins. Are you, let me throw one more thing in there. Parents <laughs> are working extra jobs. <laughs> Parents are working extra jobs just to get money for their kids for Fortnite. Let me just throw this in here. Right now. <laughs> that parents are selling kidneys to be able to do this. I haven't even started talking. You guys are validating everything I'm about to say. Parents are All selling right. their own kids just to get their other kids. <laughs> to get their way out of debt. All right. Go ahead, Jordan. No so more. No more. kids are little... <laughs> I hate Fortnite. And it's not because I'm bad at the game. I am bad mm-hmm. at the game, and I'm not afraid to admit that. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of reasons why I don't care for this game. And I don't I don't disparage the gameplay of it. The gameplay is fine. It's polished. The graphics are fine. It's polished. It's still in alpha or beta. I can't remember. I don't know why they haven't taken it out of that yet. Because they're releasing so many more expansions and seasons and all the, this, the Thanos stuff and the rift and time to make it more flashy for kids. It's honestly ridiculous to me. But, excuse me. Um... Oh, where to start about this game. So my my initial hatred for Fortnite was based around a game that Epic Games released called Paragon. Paragon was a third-person MOBA game where uh, it, it was kind of like uh, Smite. It's It was very similar to Smite, except it was just a, a different um, platform and a different uh, setting and all that other jazz, a few different mechanics. But Epic Games had been working on the game for so long. It was a very well-polished game. It was made in the Unreal Engine. It was super fun to play. My buddy uh, Parker and I would play it a lot, and we would get a bunch of other friends to get in there and to play the game. And we would... Honestly, it was one of my favorite games for a long time. And then Fortnite came along and got popular. I was around when Fortnite was released onto the Epic Games launcher. I remember Mm -hmm. that that, uh, event happening. And then... that was before they did Battle Royale, right? Correct. They, yep. did, they did not have the Battle Royale mode on that game. They only had a tower defense game. And I had done some research on the game before uh, deciding not to buy it. it uh, a lot of people were like, you know, I really like this game, but I can't recommend it. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, a very niche game that only a few people could enjoy. And I, like, I had respect for the game. You know, I, whoever played it, I didn't really care. I didn't really think twice about it. Then Agreed. PUBG PUBG gets popular, right? PUBG rakes in hundreds of, th- hundreds of thousands of viewers onto Twitch, makes a bunch of money. They sell it for thirty bucks. The game is sweeping the nation with the new battle royale mode, and everyone's loving it. Fortnite s- doesn't steal. I shouldn't say steal because they didn't steal. You can't steal a game mode. They copied the game mode from PUBG because of its popularity, just like a bunch of other games. And I was like. Okay, I'll hop in on Fortnite. It's free. It's it's relatively easy to play, and it's a relatively small file size to download. So I jumped in, and I tried it out, and I was like, eh, it's all right. It's not for me. It's more cartoony, and you have to build in this. There's no realism in this. I don't really care for it. Then the game gets popular for whatever reason. I don't really know. It starts overtaking PUBG, and due to its popularity... Epic Games focuses all of their attention onto Fortnite. They're grasping onto it because they know this is where we're going to make our money. This is how we're going to get popular. This is how we're going to be known as the Epic Games, not just Epic Games. And because they diverted all of their attention to Fortnite, they had to get rid of Paragon. Paragon got shut down a little less than a year ago. And there are a bunch of people who are trying to remake the game from scratch right now. And I think they're uh, about to release some beta versions of the game. So the way I see it, uh, you're sitting in the corner of the room with your arms crossed, giving a dirty look to the big crowd of, of fans because they stole your... Uh, I wouldn't put it like that because then I would just look like some crying child in a corner. <laughs> but thank you for that analogy. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, that's literally the vision I had in my head. There. It, it is something similar to that. And yeah. Fortnite has become more than a video game. It's become a marketing scheme. Samsung has been forcibly pushing Fortnite in our faces with every single ad they have with Ninja and all these other popular YouTubers and streamers. 
playing Fortnite on your phone. Oh man, I can play Fortnite portably on my touchscreen device. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a uh, device to be playing a third-person shooter game. Mobile Master Race. Uh, no. <laughs> don't even get me started on that. <laughs> Talk about the commercial aspect of it. I thought this was interesting. You could Google this, but Time Magazine said in February, in February they brought in $126 million. March, $223 million. April, $296 million. That's just ridiculous how much Fortnite is making. It is. I mean, a free game. Honestly, yes. I think I think Samsung was going to sell a lot of phones anyway because the, uh, the because of the failure made. of the Note Seven and then the Note Eight had come out and then yeah yeah so I, I wasn't going to doubt that the Samsung was going to sell a lot of units but <sighs> these these entitled little brats <laughs> they go to their parents <laughs> mom I want to play Fortnite on my phone you can do that on your phone right now yeah but I don't get the Galaxy skin what's a Galaxy skin. You don't care. Buy me the phone. It's 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 a marketing uh, tactic, and it's become more about money than the actual than the actual heart of the game. In it my is, opinion, it is funny. Like at work, hearing hearing the parents talk about like my my son got his birthday gift, and it was sixty dollars. The whole game was sixty dollars, and he spent it all on this game called Fortnite, a free to play <laughs> game. That you spend money on to do the floss. Yeah. Wait, the wait floss. hold on. Jordan, hold on, hold on. Are you saying you don't, you don't like to floss? Let me tell you something about the floss that I've hey, not told anybody yet. a week, man. <laughs> the fl- <laughs> don't forget the floss. Sometimes twice a day. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my goodness. Especially if you had, like, some barbecue. Oh, yeah. You got a floss. You popcorn. floss. Mm. Okay, so... The floss was a dance move that I had used in my junior year performance of, oh, shoot, what's that play called? Um, it was a fame musical. Opera? Not fan of the, you know, I wish. Uh, fame. Dr. Libre, the musical? <laughs> Bro, I would have played the lead in that. No um, No, it was a fame. And uh, there was a bit where one of my uh, castmates performed the floss, and like everyone started learning the floss, and like, oh, this is fun. It was our, our it was our own little thing. <laughs> now I see twelve year olds in the theater that I work at doing the default dance, and it dude, it makes me angry. Dude, just wait till the, till the Fortnite movie comes out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will you guys screen that at your theater? Oh, I will be gone. On, I, I, honestly, I probably will be gone by then. But if that does, they made the emoji you know movie. I happen. wouldn't be surprised if Sony Pictures Animation came up with the Fortnite movie. Uh, anyway, a battle royale movie. Yeah, it's it, uh, the last one in theater royale wins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Hunger Games yeah, animated. I think that pretty much sums up. Not well, sums up. I think that pretty much brings together my opinion on this uh, cash grab of a game. So, so, so Jordan, yeah. I just have one quick question for you, right? Sure. Minecraft, Hunger Games, Daisy, PUBG, Fortnite, or Call of Duty Black Ops 4? Okay, so I'm going to give you my opinion on these games that I'm able to give you my opinion on. Um, I have not played Minecraft Hunger Games, but I understand that Minecraft is a very popular game, and Minecraft Hunger Games is basically a meme at this point. So I appreciate the... uh, Meme jeopardy of this uh, game. I feel like Daisy, you should be like talking Italian too while you're saying this, you know. Talking Italian? With your hands. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me. So I know. I well, I, but you can, I can still feel it when you do it, though. You know what I'm saying? You can see you standing in the corner with your arms crossed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever, Kyle. You can, you can make fun of me all you want. My, my opinion is still valid because I am a real human being. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Daisy, I have not played, so I cannot give my valid opinion on that. Um, PUBG, I bought it when it started getting popular, and I, I really like that game. I'm really sad to see the state of its game right now because uh, Brandon Green is such a cool dude. And, um, you know, just to see all of his effort, his 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 effort that he put into making the um, – shoot, what was the game that he modded to uh, – it was, it was Arma. Militia. It was Arma. Arma thank yeah, you. It's Arma 2. The Arma 2 mod that he made to go on and create this, his own 
independent game that he sold on Steam for 30 bucks and everyone loved it and to see it crash and dissolve because a bunch of kids see bright colors and want to shoot things. So I, if in, in that list, I would probably pick PUBG just because of its place in my gaming heart. Mm-hmm. I've played Blackout, but I, uh, eh, it's okay. Blackout's okay. I feel like Blackout is PUBG without all the bugs. It is. It really is. But the problem is that I'm not playing PUBG, and it's not the same. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 for sure. So uh, in that list, I would have to go PUBG. Okay. I was just curious to see where I it, appreciate that question. You're very welcome. <clears throat> all right. I got a question. All right. All right. I don't have a question. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you sitting in the corner crying a bunch, Jordan? <laughs> 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 kicks at me in the face uh so the second was about us talking about games that we love growing up that we um that were considered that were bad yeah. really this segment was just to let jordan ramble about <laughs> fortnite <laughs> i appreciate the opportunity because i know we had talked about this a while back about having you on here and uh, literally last minute it was, we were able to get Garrett and you on as well. Yeah, so. and I wasn't prepared for this, but you know, I've been working on my speech for a few uh, few months now, and <laughs> I, think, like, I think that uh, went really well. Why do I hate Fortnite? Back in February. Why I hate Fortnite by Jordan Tigeri. <laughs> a plus. Uh, thank you. Um, I got a better review than that uh, super hyper movie game. <laughs> Four out of five. <laughs> That's like That's an eighty deep. out of a hundred. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so I think that's it. Uh, I'll leave the floor open, guys. Do you have anything else you want to add in there? Nope. <laughs> right, the floor. I said everything exactly <laughs> I wanted to say about. Four. So, wait, oh wait, wait, wait! I do have a question, actually, Garrett. No, yes, yes. Do your kids play Fortnite? Um, no. Okay, so that was um, a really cool. No, can you say that? I again? do. I did like that He's a lot. Going back to the beginning of the episode where everyone was serious. Um, I can't repeat it. Um, so, so I did try it out. I will. I will admit that that you know I wanted to see there were some some people work, some other people, and we did try it out. And no, we we don't play it. However, I thought it was interesting that um, once I learned how how it was all working and so forth, that you don't have to buy anything. It is a completely free game. And oh, yeah. how how far you progress in the game is based on good you are and lag times and so forth. So yep. any skins you get doesn't matter. However, my six-year-old son was like, Dad, you need to buy this skin. You need to buy this skin. You need to buy this skin. <laughs> like, I was like, why? What's it going to do? Older. I, I'm trying to say, why should I do this? Because it's cool. But does it help me win? No. I'm not going to buy it. And so then not only me, another parent at work was, was like his son was pressuring him to buy the skins. It's like, no, I, this is a free game. I'm not going to spend my hard-earned money on something that doesn't help me in the game at all. Exactly. But apparently the generations behind us are now thinking, well, no, looks matter more than skill. So yep. That generation is getting brainwashed. My, <laughs> yes, my brother are. once told me, Yo, this game, the, the, the graphics are terrible. Why are you playing this? Only only graphics make a game good. <laughs> like, okay, let me tell you something. Zork <laughs> is one of the best games ever, and the only graphic is a wall of text. Sounds amazing. It is. Have you it played is. Zork? No, but I have played text-based like RPGs okay. and dreams. So I, I do appreciate them. I love them a lot. I love one, and I can't remember what it's called, but I played it when I was like 16, and I absolutely loved it. There you go. You know what? We should all start playing RuneScape. Huh. It's on mobile now. Hmm. RuneScape is on mobile? Yeah, but yeah, I boy. Mean, listen, if Fortnite and PUBG's on mobile. I'll play WoW when they go free to play. <laughs> okay. I was, uh, PUBG no, on mobile is actually a pretty good game, actually. WoW's been out for like 13 years, and it's never been free to play. This is true. yeah, I'm, yeah. I can't. Don't even get me started on WoW. All right, well, that'll be next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next time on Jordan Taikiri's rants. rants. Bad opinion. <laughs> Bad opinion hour with Jordan Taikiri. <laughs> Back to serious now, guys. Thank you for coming on. That is. Hey, thank you. We've had Neil Carrington. Thank you for not saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's still quiet. <laughs> he probably just left it on. We've got Carrington, Cody, Garrett, Jordan, and Silent Neil. <laughs> hey, Neil. Hey, Neil. Hey, Neil. Nope. Hi, guys. It's Neil. Somehow he turned into a 10-year-old kid. <laughs> he probably Anyways. plays Fortnite. I hope you delete that out. Oh, he plays the <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> you right. probably use the default dance, you pleb. <laughs> and you. default skin. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Roadies underscore pod, Facebook, Roadies Podcast, Instagram, Roadies Podcast. You've got questions, we've got answers. So email them to us at podcast.realjuicepodcast.com. Also, you want us to play your game? You want us to interview you? Email us at podcast.realjuicepodcast.com. And we've got cool shirts, knickknacks, and paddywhacks. Ching, 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 ching. What a wanna bing, bang? <laughs> Ooh, ee. Ooh, ah, ah. Ching, ching. Anyways, uh, spreadshirt.com. I think it's what the website is called. You just go to our, our website, realnewspodcast.com, and find out our store there. We have a store there. You can check out our merch. We got merch there. And uh, buy our stuff. Support the show. Do any Fortnite merch? Anyways. Oh, man. Uh, bye. <laughs> if anyone wants to come on the show and argue with me about why Fortnite is a good game, I <laughs> beg you. I beg you to come in here. Send we'll me come send up on Twitter and comment. <laughs> Tweet at me and I will I will fight back. We will figure something out. <laughs> guys, they put me on. Um, other than that, Bye.
Uh, Karen, can you timestamp this? Timestamp. Enjoy nice. my awesome abs. timing. Three, two, one. Carrington, timestamp that. So, Carrington. Yes, sir. Timestamp. <laughs> I think so enthusiastic. I think we can, can we call this episode timestamp? We can call Just it timestamp. Timestamp with the Real Dudes podcast. I'm going to cut all the timestamps out. Oh, darn. Yeah. I, I could make it like a uh, I could cut it in the back, put like timestamp, timestamp, timestamp at the end. All right. So, Carrington. Yes. Timestamp. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird name for a game. Super hyperactive timestamp. <laughs> Boom. Okay, sweet. <clears throat> All right, 4125. I guess we're just going to roll into bad games in general that we liked. I didn't say timestamp, Carrington. <laughs> <laughs> Timestamp, timestamp, timestamp. Whoa, 4215 instead of 4125. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.